Hello everyone, and welcome back to What Will Fergie Do? I am Olujini, joined by Mr. Francis, and the man who loves to introduce himself. El Maestro, aka Off the Top. Oh, AK was, what? I don't know what that means, but I was going to oh, ignore that. Oh, I think it's the haircut stuff. Oh, yeah, but that was a joke for just two people. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Yo, this Francis, yeah. Yeah, always, why, why are you always looking for a, for a way to just say pause? <laughs> No, I actually wasn't going to say pause. I was going to, like, I thought that was, was that a diss to someone? We can it ask wasn't a I don't think it was a diss. I think it was just I, a You guys are the ones that are trying to figure out what it means. <laughs> <laughs> and I told you, I didn't feel like but hey. What does it my- mean? I don't know, but it just aroused the people off up. Off the rip, you know? <laughs> Anyways, welcome back to the pod. We missed y'all. It's been uh, two weeks, I think, since our last pod. And it looks like it's winter already where we are. It's it's freezing outside. My blinds have been down all day. I don't even want to, I don't want to see what's going on outside. I just know it snowed overnight and the roads are messy. But how's everyone been? How's everyone doing? Yo, it's been it's been good. Um trying to stay indoors now as much as possible because outside is uh it's not looking it's not looking good yeah. but uh, it's been chill and well, plus you know like the daylight savings and it gets dark early it's yeah, just you a know, depressing time that happened yesterday months. and it took me like almost like a while to figure out like oh this actually happened yesterday because i was because mm-hmm. you know how the mic. I'm like, I was looking at my watch and I was looking at the microwave. I'm like, why does he? <laughs> why is the time like an hour <laughs> ahead? And oh, daylight saving. Whose idea was this, anyways? Because it doesn't really make any sense anymore to be doing daylight savings. It still makes sense. I think it's because once it starts getting darker early and the days are shorter, then they. I think you. What did we do now? We lost an hour or we gained an hour? We gained, we gained an hour year. this time. Yeah, we gained an hour. Yeah, so for, I guess for certain periods, but it's, it's, I think it's just because of the differences in the length of the day. Like you have, you start having shorter days during winter. And so I think maybe pulling it back an hour means, I forget what it means. Maybe your sunlight starts earlier or something like that. Whatever it and means. I, yeah. and, and I get that, but I guess doesn't, you, like, is it worth like, the feeling of what you get when you actually lose the hour next uh, next year. Does that make sense? Is it, <laughs> that first day back after you lose that one hour on that Sunday, the Monday is always like, everyone's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I think the Because main... they, don't, they don't do it everywhere else, right? Like it, they, I think yeah, they, do but... it, they do it in Europe and... They do it in Europe. North yeah. America, yeah. But I think the essence, the essence is to, is to have a like, like in the summer, for example, to make the summer days longer, so you can enjoy it. And in the winter, like cut it short, so you can be at home. Because you're not really doing that much. I, I think that's what the essence is for. But I think at, at the end of the day, it's very confusing. 
Fair enough. Um, United, let's get to where we are here. Um, we've had a couple of games um, since our last pod. But we'll start off with the, to the most important one. Like We had a game, I think, were we home? or I can't, Yeah, we were away. We were at Spain to Real Sociedad. Uh, we had, earlier on in the season, we had lost to them at home because we, for some reason, we decided not to come out and play. And... Even though we beat them in Spain, we still um, it still meant that. Don't we forget to give VR their credit as well in that game. Well, I'm sure everyone, <laughs> a lot of people, can't say that about VR, but like we didn't deserve. I don't think we deserved anything from that game the way we played. Yeah, we we might not have deserved to win, but did we deserve to lose? I mean, like the first leg. Game. What was the VR? Oh, the penalty. The penalty. Yeah, yes. oh, that was see. how they won. But anyways, I, I, the way we play that that game, I think we've seen that a couple of times already this season. And granted, we'll talk about the Villa game in a couple of minutes. But anyways, we finished second in the, in the table, which meant we get to play an extra game or extra two games because now we've been drawn with um, FC Barcelona. <laughs> Welcome to the European League. Um, I don't like our chances against that team. Because again, as we talked about, we get games where we play like we played at Villa or like we played at Real Sociedad or that we played against City. So I just don't, it depends on which United shows up. I think this is the end of the road for us. But again, we'll have enough time to talk about the implications of this game. But Larry, you have been one person that I know I've been advocating for play the best teams or rather like. The rejects from um, from Champions League. Um, what are your thoughts on our draw with um, FC Barcelona? I think it's it's the hardest possible draw that we could have gotten from the teams that have come from the Champions League. I don't know how good Barcelona is, um, because I mean, for everything that we're saying, there's a lot more about their name than there is about how they are playing. Um, I think in La Liga, they do better than they've done in Champions League. Champions League, they seem to struggle. In, even against, like, um, I forget the name of the, the side that they ended up that ended up finishing last. Like, if you watch that game, I think it ended up being, like, 3-2 or 4-2 or something like that. So, they are also vulnerable. But, you know, there are a couple of things with us um, that I think Barcelona can tap into that are going to give us problems, right? First of all, like their midfield play is going to probably dominate us, which ends up meaning that we finally we finally get a chance to see Frankie Dion play at United or Trafford. Yeah, <laughs> you know, up close and personal. Um, so I, I think it's a very tough matchup for us, but I don't think it's impossible for us to to get a result out of the out of the um, out of the tie. I wouldn't say we are favourites. But I don't think it's impossible. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we were able to win. Uh, but, yeah, toughest tie possible for us so far. Yeah, and I, and I agree with you. I don't think it's impossible. The only thing is that, like, I don't I don't think this team is consistent enough for me to mm-hmm. for me to have, like, confidence in that, hey, like, in, in two legs, we're actually going to come out on top. Like, that's my only issue with this team is that, like, you don't know what to expect. Like, yeah... When we're on our game, when everyone's clicking, I feel like we can beat Barcelona because, again, there's a reason why they fail to 
to the to the Europa League. But Francis, I, any I thoughts on on the, on the draw? Martinez is out on, on for the first game, eh? Because he has. Oh yeah, yeah. you're right. I so forgot about that. Having Lindelof and actually, Harry I guess, Maguire. I guess Varane should be hopefully. You can't really predict it, Varane. You never really know. Um, I guess Varane should be available for that game. Um. I don't. I. I think it'd be. Very, I mean, it's probably the toughest game that we could get. But I get question. What? Why did they start doing this for Champions League? Like the third guys. Money, to money, 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 money. Is, is it money? Money, money. Everything is about money. Francis. I don't think it's. I don't think it's just money. Like, what's the? Are they going to make more money from this, or when you it's say money? two? It's two extra games, and you multiply that by many teams. Yeah, but who gets that money? Who gets that? Huh? Yeah. Is, is Whoever, it, yeah, it's the people who are making the rules that get the money. It's not the, that's the way. It I works. think it. I think it. It just gives Europa a little bit more relevant. Like it just makes the storyline a little more fascinating. Like we, you know, Barcelona was in Champions League. We are now going to play Barcelona, and it highlights it in such a way that okay, the people that came first, they get a buy, so they are not even in the reckoning. And then the people that finish in Champions League, you get to set up these matchups with second place teams and then you can get draws like you know uh Sevilla, PSV, United Barcelona like on and on and on. So yeah. and then once whoever comes out of that now starts playing the people that finish first in their group, then you have other so, some other big names as well like Arsenal coming in and stuff like that. So um uh, yeah I also think maybe with the the pace at which some clubs are developing and their strengths and whatnot, they are trying to make the Europa League, maybe not as strong as Champions League, but strong as well. Um, bear in mind, I think there's also another league again outside Europa League. Yeah, there's Europa yeah. Championship or some something like that. Well, that's my point, though. Like, we don't need all of this. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. We don't need it, but yeah, it's just it's just news to me that you know the third in Champions League goes to Europa League. It's like. I'm not really sure why they even did that. I think if you're out, if you're third in Champions, it just yeah, you know, go home. Like you don't you deserve know. to go to the next round. It's like a consolation prize for big clubs because most teams that will come on third, uh, you know, in relative, like they're actually bigger clubs than the people who actually just qualify straight for European League. So you're basically giving those guys a second bite, uh, winning something. Yeah, it's strange. But anyways, we're a victim of our own. Um, I should I call it? Circumstance or stupidity. I, I don't even know. Victim of our own poor play. That's what we are. Or inconsistency for lack of, yeah, for, for a better. Yeah, in as much as we are fucked up at the, the first game that we lost 1 0, we had chances upon chances to increase our goal difference, you know, to put us in a better position. But, you know, some goods. Some... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Some some goods were just. Uh, I remember the form. game. It's, I remember the form. game against Omonia Nikosha or something. When man's were, I don't know if they placed a bet on how many open goals they are going to miss. People were just missing chances, <laughs> left, right, and center. And shout out to fucking Francis or or, or Daho or whatever his name is. That goalie that turned to Buffon against us at Old Trafford. Because <laughs> here we are. We're, you know, now we're facing Barcelona. Um, with Barcelona, I think they are 
in similar position as us in relation to in, like in, in consistency. Yeah, with better players. You don't really know the backer that you get. Like sometimes you watch back and you're like, wow, these guys are going to be a problem. And I know a few people had said that, you know, prior to the season starting, that yo, these guys would go like they would challenge in Champions League. But lo and behold, they're in Europa League right now. Um and I think you can say the same for us. You never really know. In as much as we're more excited to watch United games nowadays, um, you you still have that iota of inconsistency that is still lingering around like you don't really know which United would show up and I think in the past four games you can kind of see some of those inconsistencies because our gameplay has totally changed from what I you know used to watch it's like now we can't even really hold the ball and put some passes together so um, yeah with the Europa League very unfortunate that Barcelona were playing but I think it's a good opportunity for us to test ourselves and see where we're at. I mean, it's not like EPL is not testing us enough, but <laughs> we might as well. <laughs> we might as well go out of England and go and test ourselves even, even more. So if we lose that thing, eh, we're out of Europa League, right? Yeah, we're out, yeah. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing for us. I was actually just going to say that. Like, yeah. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. Like, we can focus more on the league and yeah, hopefully for get me, like a... It's more of qualifying for Champions League. So you can either qualify using two routes. One is the champ, um, finishing top four or winning the Europa League. Winning the Europa League comes with its own disadvantages because this Thursday to Friday, I mean Thursday, Sunday, Saturday thing, is very tough on us because our squad, as we realized, is very thin. Um, little injuries here and there, and we're fielding uh, Elanga and all these random guys. Um, so... We being knocked out is not necessarily a bad thing. I would like to see the test. If we do um, pass that test against Barcelona, we um, continue to progress, sure, fine. But I think that obviously we should note that there will be some um, effects to the, the squad and uh, you know number of games accumulating with, with all that um, that comes with it. So... Um, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a tough game. Um, yeah, it, yeah, it'll be a good game too. Um, again, like um, I think we have mentioned, like it's one of those games where enough eyes are going to be on it because of the caliber, or I guess the names on the jersey, right? I'm yeah, I think it's, 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 it's two husbands playing. <laughs> yeah, definitely two husbands. Um, I feel, I feel like ten years ago. That's what I'm saying. Ten years ago, this might, this might have been like you know an epic game. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it is what it is, man. But anyways, uh, speaking of inconsistency, uh, we had another game on Sunday. Um, United away to Villa. Game ended Villa three, United one. Um, again, uh, it seems like a reoccurring theme with this um, team is that I don't think we just showed up for that game. Um, some of the, at least in my opinion, like the all of the three goals could have been easily been avoided. Um, the first one, um, Lindelof was man marking uh, Watkins towards the to the midfield, and then for some reason Casemiro decided not to cover um, in, in C and CB for him, um, which is what basically led to the goal because Martinez had to then chase two people, 
and Red Chill. Is that really what led to the goal? I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's what led to the goal, though. Like, the space is that was really what led to the goal? No, I know, I know where you, I know, Larry, I know where you want to take it. I think, I think Casimiro could have done better. But if we're pointing at Casimiro, there are a lot more people that could have done better as well. I think Rashford should have, could have done better in closing the man that Lindelof was chasing. I don't know who dragged Lindelof all the way out there. And if they've dragged you all the way out there, take the man down. You're already out of your zone. Take him down. So I'll call Rashford. I'll call Christian Eriksen, who was also on the other side that could have, you know, tried to box that player out. But they didn't do that. And if you really put the blame on Casemiro, I think it's a little bit unfair because in as much as Casemiro should have jumped into the position that was left open, he was not empty. He was he was actually. I still haven't somewhere. heard the name of the person that is responsible. No, no, no. I'll get I'll get there. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Finally, finally, I think De Gea could have done better. But could is 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 he the is he carrying all of this on his head? I don't think so. I think I guess my, a lot of keepers in that position. My, my, that's my point. Like we keep thinking, like you don't think Allison can consider that kind of goal. You don't think um, what's the City goal? goal they can consider that kind of goal. Look at the goals these guys are considering this season. But I feel yeah. like we just we just have we we're yo. Did you watch that goal again? Go no. and watch that goal again. No, I, and I watched Guy, goal. Yo, I, like, uh-huh. you finish actually finish. Right? Yeah, so. I, I think because he used his legs, yo. it made the save look a little bit lazy. The save? No, no, it made the attempt look a little bit lazy. But the, I I think on one hand, I'm going to give the guy credit for the saves he has made with his legs. So he makes those say he makes those saves and yeah, he does that a lot. Like and I, when that I, happens, we give him credit. But in this case, he didn't make it. Um, I, I don't give him credit. It was a stupid attempt at trying to use your leg. So Francis, Francis, because... Francis, Francis, Francis. I know you don't like the gear. I know you don't like Francis. <laughs> He's saying that on purpose. <laughs> nah, this this is not about whether or not I like the gear. I just thought using your leg in that situation. You are staying in goal, you're not coming out, right? So if you're staying in goal, make yourself as big as you can. You know that the shot, you know what you know that the shot is coming. If it's on your okay, let me put it in this way. If it was shot on the other side, he would never use his leg, right? He would actually have to die for it, even though that's the part that is closer to him. So why are you using your leg when it's further away for you? You know, it's like it's not a situation where like if you put your leg, you're gambling that that shot is not going to be accurate. Because you see how he he essentially falls down and just, like, sticks his leg out. I cannot imagine that that's actually, like, what he had thought as a goalkeeper. And it's so early in the game that if, if he dies for it and the ball goes past him, like, there was a goal that Zaha scored, for example, not necessarily from a similar position, but... It was a shot that you just the keeper can't catch. That wasn't a shot that the keeper couldn't catch. Yes, does that shot beat other keepers sometimes? Yes, the style of the goal we've seen that style of goal. But in this in that situation, you still see the goalkeepers die for the ball. And then if you can't get it because it's too high or it's too low, that's fine, you know. And I just thought in that situation, you can call all the people that have failed around. Yes. But to me, the hair should be making that save. Because the truth is, even if he uses his leg successfully to stop that shot, 
you don't know who is coming after to come and ricochet this ball in. Like, essentially, you're going to use your leg and then that ball is just going to be a free-for-all for everybody else to come in. And there was a shot like that in um, Europa that I was complaining about. You, thought, you guys thought I was being harsh. That one he dove for. But I'm like, I've heard, like, some of these keepers talk. If you die for the ball and you push it into the striker for the striker to be able to finish it as a ricochet, that is on you as a goalkeeper as well. Some shots, yes, it's impossible. But like these are not. This is all he offers us as a goalkeeper, <laughs> is as a short stopper. He offers absolutely nothing else. He started picking up his passes a little bit better. So let me not be too harsh about that. Like he's uh, he's he? fine, has but he? he's not. He's not giving you much else on the team. I want to be clear. The hair is not the only reason why we lost that game yesterday. We lost that game, and I almost look at Ten Hag and say you failed to prepare this team for what they were supposed to come and do out. Because we lost that. We were two down in the first 10 minutes. Before we even considered, we were already showing that we were going to have, like, give them a lot of space to be able to work around. And I feel like, you know, this is something that we've seen with the team. So maybe it's not just Ten Hag that I should put the blame on. This is something that we've seen in the team. And it's like when we capitulate, it's just, it just looks like we don't have any energy. We don't have any intention, any will. So I don't know if some of this has to do with, you know, just the amount of games that we've played recently and the squad and just, you know, what happens when uh, we have to make any kind of change to the first team. You know, the drop off in quality sometimes that we see when. It's not some of the, the first teamers that, that, that are starting these games. Yeah, I think you also need to factor in that there were quite a few changes um, to the front line. I think we're missing, we're missing, I mean, I can't even call Sancho anymore, but we're missing Sancho. I think to me yesterday, we're missing Rashford because to me, Rashford didn't, didn't, didn't play. If you put Rashford on the right, he might as well not play. <laughs> I think there's somebody else that you have, you, the first person that you should have mentioned that you haven't mentioned. And, and to be honest with you, I don't even want to mention his name anymore <laughs> because, first of all, I, 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 I don't, I'm not, I'm not really sure. Like Ten Hag likes to put on like his one tough coach, but I feel like behind the scenes, man, Ronaldo is training with like AirPods in. Oh, because, it's not Ronaldo I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know, I know it's not Ronaldo you're talking about. But yeah, I'm not going to mention this name. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I don't know why. You, I mean, now I see now I can now I'm actually thinking about it. I can see why he made Ronaldo captain. But he had removed him from the squad. Then you bring him back in, and now he's captain. Maybe because Bruno is not playing. Fair enough. Um, but the person I want to talk about is Van der Beek. Like, what, what, what do you guys, what do you guys think of Van der Beek? Maybe we should, we should ask Larry because Larry wanted to see him. I don't think I've ever wanted to, like Van der Beek could as well not play that game because, again, he's not the other one because everyone, I felt like everyone on that squad <laughs> on Sunday was just doing NAL. But Van der Beek, especially every time I've watched him play. And I thought maybe, okay, new... I think, and to be fair to Larry, I think what Larry wanted to actually just see is the fact that this is a new system, this is a new coach. Maybe 
maybe the old coaches couldn't get the best out of him. And but we watched him in preseason, though. But yeah, but that's just preseason, though. That's like yeah, like, like from me, he wasn't terrible in preseason. He was nothing. <laughs> like yeah, I think maybe something with me is uh, maybe Larry. I would say can give people a little more time. But for me, I, I think what I can see early on is where you are going to end up. I, 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 don't, I don't know if that's a gift or I might be a little bit too harsh. But with Van der Beek, even if he's not playing well, if you play with um, confidence and your attitude is like right, I would say that maybe with time, when your form picks up, it will be there. Van der Beek is... Van der Beek plays like he's shy. Like, like he doesn't have friends within the team. He's the kind of guy that once the game is done, he goes to the dressing room, picks his bag, and he goes home without even saying bye. He's that kind of guy. And you can see it in the way he plays. He's the kind of guy that I feel will perform well when our team as a whole is performing well from a possession standpoint. And I think that's why he's he shown in, um, in Ajax. But in this team where we're still trying to find our feet, Van der Beek is absolutely useless. And I feel Van der Beek to me should just go and get like a forklift license or something because <laughs> playing football in United is, is very tough. I, I don't see him speak. Once he gets the ball, he's, he's this kind of guy that he does. Give no, he points, he points into space that yeah. he's never running. Wait, number one, he points to the space, but he never actually makes the run to that space. N- Man, no, that's not true. I think he's into space so that people can feed him the ball yeah. while he's going there. But yeah, he, he does know, this, man. give me, I give you, but nobody, my hand, boy, will spoil. You know, I know what he is saying, I'm this for this bottle. <laughs> I will give it back to him. <laughs> Hot potato. Uh, Let, let's hear I, I think I, I don't think we play to his strength, but at the same time, it's I'm not just what, it's not what not... somebody playing to his strength though. Like he hasn't shown anything to 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 warrant us playing to his strengths. Yeah, but we're the ones that bought him, no. Fair you enough. Know? Like yeah, yeah. You, you buy a player, you you obviously have a reason why you think this player should work or can work on your team. Okay, let me ask you this question now. Like Ronaldo, of now, do you think we should still play to Ronaldo's strengths? We bought him too, right? No, but. I think that's a little bit different because with Van der Beek, where he's really excelled in the past is one, playing as a 10. He played a little mm-hmm. higher yesterday. But two, it's also scoring goals. Like he's one of those guys that usually shows up into the box to be able to shoot, finish, you know, that like, not Frank Lampard because that's too, that's too much. But just showing up to the box and being able to also score offensively. I just don't feel like, what Jimmy said is right. Like with Ole, I would have been ready to be done with him, right? But I just thought, okay, with with um, ETH, this is the last goal that he played played for and played well. Maybe there's something there, but he just doesn't offer anything to the team that's tangible enough. You know, I think he presses well, but he doesn't win the ball. I think he's more press resistant than say Scott or Fred, but it doesn't matter because he doesn't get the ball enough to be able to show that he can even withstand the press because the ball is not on his, at his feet long enough for him to be a threat to anybody for them to even press him you know so you have to look at what he's offering the team he doesn't have the same physicality he's not essential in in the flow of the play and he just looks lost out there you know he just looks lost out there so 
for me, yes, maybe, you know, um, maybe there's, maybe ETH is still, you know, working with him to, to figure some shit out. But for me, I've seen enough. I've seen enough. I, I'm not saying that, like, there's still time for him between now and the end of the season. I, I feel like with Scott and Fred not necessarily getting a run in this team right now, ETH is also sending out a message to those guys. Right, like he's sending out a message about I'm going to give everybody as many chances as I can, but I can't really trust you. I can't really trust you. I can't really trust you. There's too many players on this team that I think it's clear he doesn't trust, and he knows that from one week to another, it's you know this team can't capitulate. Me, Francis said he's not going to mention his name. I thought we missed Bruno Fernandez yesterday, man. You know. Because I'm not saying Bruno is going to create everything for you, heaven and earth, but I think it's at the least, energy. yes, the energy. If Bruno is in that game, you feel his presence a little bit more. He's at least getting the ball to lose the ball, to make stupid decisions. There wasn't anybody but that, that demanded the ball. Like, I thought ETH talked about it, and it was a very good point. I just thought, why are we crossing the fucking ball into the box so much? For who? You have Mings that is cleaning up everything when we get there. And then they have, I forget who, concert. Like, it just didn't look like those crosses were a threat. And it's like you play Rashford on the right-hand side. He looks like he's disinterested when he plays on the right. He has to play on the left so that it gives him a threat to cut in. He's not the guy that's going to be crossing the ball into the box. You know, so we just didn't have any threats. And then you couple that with the lack of energy. It's like you go two goals down that early and then you are just leaving spaces constantly. Villa could have scored more than um, more than the three goals that they scored. Easily. Easily, I thought. You know, like, you think of all their players, like, Leon Bailey looked like he was having fun. Watkins looked like he was... Sometimes you just watch these players and you just think, man, how do we make these guys look so good? <laughs> Watkins looks like he's a world beater. Bailey that can't score is, 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 is flying. Buendia, Ramsey... Like, these are people that... Have, Aston Villa is, like, one of the worst teams in the league this season. And we just give them life, you know? So, I, I guess we'll come to Ronaldo. I don't know if you guys want to segue to Ronaldo. Can I... Before we go to uh, talk about Ronaldo, I st- like, it baffles me that Rashford is useless on the right-hand side when he's playing. Like, it doesn't it, like, baffle you guys that he, when he plays 11, it's good, but when he plays 7, it's, like, useless. Mm, no, because the really. threat is the threat is the cutting to shoot, right? It's it's like it's like with some players, you you have an idea of what they are going to do, but it's still much harder to stop it because of the threat that they carry. That threat might be skill, might be pace, might be you know whatever it is. With Rashford, he just doesn't have a threat on the right hand side. Okay. I guess the reason why I'm asking this question is okay, yes, granted, he might not be able to shoot from that angle, but he still he should still have his pace. Yeah, he still has the pace, but what's but he, he doesn't going to use do it though. on the right side? At least take it to the byline and then maybe you know cross a little boy inside. Like people cross all the time. I don't and I don't mean like cross as in like you know high balls for Mings to head out. Like look at the way other teams play. Like we don't even utilize the low crosses at all. I'm yeah, saying, but like, how, how many other teams actually switch their wingers from one flank to another, from one game to another? 
You know, I think if we had a settled side or I think the fluid teams do that. Like they always interchange, like during the nah, game. Greenish, like, Greenish is not playing right and left and right and left and right and left. Yeah, Sa- Salah is not playing left. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think I think players have their positions where they feel comfortable and they on that they I think they have space awareness in those positions. On the right, I'm sh- I feel like Rashford is just lost because what Rashford tries to do is either running behind or beat a player, tries to cut him and shoot. He's not really a crosser with his left. Or Rashford barely crosses, to be honest with you. But on the right, it's a little bit different for him because if he's cutting in, he has to cut into his left foot and he can't shoot with his left. So he's either running to the byline and trying to cross, but that's really not his game. So I think he puts himself in a disadvantage and he's always... Um, thinking to himself, what, what should I do? Or how can I make this work? And when Rashford is playing that kind of game, he is pretty much useless, right? The only benefit there is he's tracking back, but you don't really want... Rashford is more dangerous when he's running in behind you and he can't really do that um, up front, right? Yeah, On the right I, I guess maybe it's just my expectations of him. Like, I just feel like... But Again, in, you might not be able to shoot, but like there are other things you can do if you're on the right wing as opposed to the left wing. Like, but even the people that played attacking midfield for us yesterday, who was even trying to even find those runs in behind? Is it Van der Beek? Is it a, <laughs> a, 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 and and Ericsson, To be honest, Ericsson since he had there is minor um, sickness and go go back. He hasn't been team. the same, yeah. Like, I, like I, like I was saying earlier in the season, I feel like we were using up all his. <laughs> I feel like we were using him too much. <laughs> like I don't know, man. Like he has not really been himself. But he's, 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 he's very different. Even yesterday, I thought he was going to play ten, but you know this guy didn't play him in ten, and then he brought him by the beak. Yeah, I, just, I don't know, man. I just think the 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 mixture of the chemistry in the team yesterday was 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 trash, and then. Ronaldo, I feel like once Ronaldo goes for World Cup, like nobody should just tell him anything. They should just, <laughs> they should just terminate his contract. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. And when it comes in and the pink code is changed, you can't enter. You can't enter. Ronaldo is the captain now. Like, I remember we talked about this when he had that, um, you know, mishap. And it, I think it was Larry and myself that were saying, like, he's going to be back in this team in no time. And, you know, he's back. Like, this is this is the United, like, we, we've chosen to support. Like, there's, ah, there's, no back, list, there's no backbone in this team that would tell Ronaldo to go home. Like, nah, oh, that's not oh, true. Ronaldo that's not true. I, I, don't, I don't want Ronaldo to play, but there's absolutely nobody else that can play that. Oh, track. I know. I, and I get that. I think that's the reason why we both said, like, he's going to be back. is because... What, it's, what do you play. mean there's what? There's absolutely what? Nobody else. Nobody else that can play. Oh, I, okay, okay, I see. Yeah, like I think if Marshall was fit, like if Marshall is fit to play against Fulham, I think Marshall starts that game. What about Villa? The next game on Thursday, because he came. I think there's a chance that he can play, but the problem with Marshall is just you don't know where he is. Like how many times has he gotten injured? Come back, gotten injured. Got, it's like this is his third time. Do you trust that? Like. He's not going to play against Fulham and then 70th minute, 60th minute, that he's not going to like pull his hand to um the physio will come out, start looking at him, he'll start burning his face, they will escort him out. You know the look of this guy, man. So for me, it's just like you also have to, if you're Ten Hag, you are can't you can't lose Ronaldo. When I say lose him, like you can't 
totally yeah. get lose him off you. your side. You know what I mean? Because if you are showing him that as soon as Marshall comes in, you are ready to bench him, but Marshall gets injured again, then you are going back to Ronaldo and saying, "Hey, hey you know, <laughs> hey, <laughs> like, buddy. hey, big head, hey, big head." Yeah, <laughs> you know. So I think he has to be very careful, and that's like in a bunch of positions. You know, like you look at what's happening in the midfield. You know. Even with us, it's like who who do you start? Like if I ask you, who are you going to start the midfield going forward? It's like do you go back to Scott? Is it Ericsson, Fred, and Casemiro? Is it Fernandez, Ericsson, and Casemiro? Is it Fernandez? Is it Fernandez, Casemiro, and Fred? You know, I, though there's with whoever you play, it's like you are you are taking you know it's never a hundred percent. It's like I can get 50% of this, I can get 40% of that, I can get 70% of this, and I just have to make the best of all these like different moving parts, you know? Um, yeah. yeah so I think that's the struggle. Before I was, I was thinking about this question over the weekend. Like, before we move on to the Carabao Cup third round game, um, besides Martinez, is there actually anybody on that team that you actually trust to give you like the same performance over and over again? I'll say Casimero. Landry? Um, besides Martinez. Hmm. The fact that we're actually scratching our head and thinking about it, I think that that should really like tell about this team. Is that like... No. I, 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 it's a good question. A very, very good question. Because the only person I can think of is maybe Casimero. But obviously, they're still... Yeah, even with Casemiro, I feel like I think we're missing a midfield engine. Like, I yeah. I feel like, yeah, I like Casemiro, but he cannot make up for all the problems that we have in midfield. We, we need someone else that can control the game in midfield. And that's what I thought Ericsson will be doing. But Ericsson has not really done it very well in the past few games. Because if we if we have control, it all Casimero needs to do is break up. But if you're dragging Casimero left, right, and center, like he can't really break up shit. You know, the guys that we expect to control are like the um Ericsons, the Bruno. But you, you we all know how Bruno is. He's his man. I don't know. But the one guy I think Anthony is actually a big miss on the right, to be honest. Because the one thing I've noticed, Antonio actually knows how to control and bring a lot of people into the game. Mm-hmm. And he can stretch the game as well. Um, also, he, he's the kind of guy that you need to double team. So he, he creates space for someone else on the other side. So that vacancy that he has provided in the past two, three games has also changed our gameplay, coupled with the fact that we have Cristiano Ronaldo, who has played in the past three games. So I think it was just a a bad combination at like bad thing. A couple of bad things just happened to United at the same time. Ronaldo mm-hmm. starting all through, Anthony, you know, um, missing, and Sancho on the other side. In as much as Sancho cannot really beat somebody. Sancho can hold the ball. Like, he can actually hold the ball, even though it doesn't, there's no, um, there's no effect. Or what's, what's the word I'm thinking of? 
You can hold the ball, but there's no there's no end product. There's no impact. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No even though product. there's no end end product, he can actually hold the ball, right? So we've missed that from to the two guys and Cristiano. It's Sancho injured. I think he was ill, but it looked, Ill. yeah, and it, I don't know how long it has lasted for. Even Anthony's injury has lasted longer than normal, which is a little strange. Yeah, but anyways, um, is there anything else we want to cover in this game before we go to the next game, which is against the same team? <laughs> yeah, that, I think Dalo is out, what, next, in the Premier game. game. Yeah. I don't know why. No, 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 it's, it's Carabao Cup. Is it no, not... no, it's not Carabao Cup. It's not because it's not, after I read it's not a red card. So, yeah, actually, so it's uh, a one game suspension. Well, yeah, so it should one be game. Carabao Cup. Game, yeah, it's, yeah Carabao it's, Cup. it's not Carabao Cup, though. It's EPL. It should be, yeah, no, it's domestic, right? Your suspension is domestic. Domestic, so yeah. As long as it's an Eng- like a British or like an English competition. So you think basically, what yeah, you're saying so is like that's... it's different if you get a red card. Yeah, so card. what I'm reading is when it's a red oh, card. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Domestic. If it's yeah. yellow card, it is only EPL. EPL. Oh, okay. so he plays the, the Carabao Cup, but then he will miss... play Carabao, but he will miss EPL. Well, I guess we'll find out because we've all been asking who is the backup for <laughs> for Tano. Well, Masaka is back and he's he's been training. He was on the bench actually. He hadn't he hadn't been in the sport for a while. Training for for football, maybe basketball. Well, Masaka the Lambo, a spider. I, I bet you think, guys, guys do you think ruling over that guy calling him Spider? Do you think uh, Dave 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 wants to take back that line? <laughs> He'll probably release like Rev One and change Bambisaka to like Dalo or something. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Anyways, yeah. our next game that was is Francis's boy for the longest time. Man. What is she? <laughs> That was the easy target, Francis's boy. <laughs> but but he actually was there, but I'll carry, I'll carry your business. cross. He was my boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. In, in mean, Crystal I Palace, mean, oh, I you were always yeah. drooling over Wombasaka, man. <laughs> oh, I'm sure wow. I was. I drooling. Man's a drooling yeah. now. I drooling. Anyways, um, Carabao Cup, third round. We're facing Villa at home. Um, I don't think I have much to say about this game. The only thing I want to see from from United is just energy. Like we just came, we we're just flat in the Premier League game against. But it's, I think it's tough, man. You know, I think this is where, like, as I was thinking about, you know, we we're talking about uh, our draw for Europa, yeah, and um, what we need to do for Champions League going forward. I think this is where it's very tough for us. Is that you look at the our fixture schedule. I think you were the one who sent something about like a congestion. Yeah. Where we're playing literally like we're playing twice a week for, you know, I think there's like two in the space of like two or three months, there's only two weeks where we don't have two games. Something like that. Right? Like we have at least one game, but we don't have a midweek game. And then, you know, and so I think it's going to be very tough because we don't have depth. You know, like we talked about the right-back position. Dalo has played every game. Every game. He's played champ- uh, not Champions League, Europa. He's played uh, Premier League. He's played preseason. He's played every game. And the drop-off when he's not there is something that um, ETH is scared of enough that he doesn't even want to play around. We're talking about Ronaldo. You know, a lot of people that have supported Ronaldo, like I think of the pundits, 
they keep talking about his performance. Well, if you need goals, you have to play Ronaldo. If you need goals, it appears you don't play Ronaldo anymore, you know, because he's not he's not he's not contributing anything to the team. And goals was the only thing he contributed, really. So if he's yeah. not doing that, then he's not offering anything to the team. I think the hardest thing to do in a game is to score. So I don't underestimate what it is for you to get goals. The problem that this team has, the biggest problem that we have is scoring goals. And so if Ronaldo isn't playing, then again, who's the next person up? We actually don't have, like Ronaldo and Marshall are only two strikers. Okay, you can play Rashford there. But again, you play Rashford there, Anthony is out. Who plays Rashford's position? Sancho is ill. Anthony is out. Elanga is there, but you don't trust Elanga. Now, Ganacho looks like he's, you know, superseded Elanga. So, our depth or lack thereof is going to be very, it's going to be tested heavily. I think this is the season where making the Champions League is as, I don't want, easy is not the right word, but it's as open as it's ever been, you know, in a while. Liverpool is out of the picture. Tottenham looks like they've been Liverpool found out. Liverpool is not really out of the picture. Do you know they are just three points behind us? Then probably, there's probably a game in hand somewhere there too. But we I'm, are not even in the Champions League spots yet. Yeah, right? that's my so, point. Like, yeah, what no, picks? Liverpool is not. There are six points behind, uh, five points or four points behind us. Are you sure? I yeah. checked it yesterday. Or maybe that was before. But anyways, what I'm just saying is that like, it, Liverpool is not as far off as we think they are, right? And yeah, but but the fact that Chelsea... they are the, the fact that they are where they are right now is what I'm talking about, uh, right? Like at the beginning of the season, if I asked you, you wouldn't have put them in the position that they are today. You look at Chelsea. Chelsea looks like well, I've been talking about. I've, I've told you guys how I feel about <laughs> Chelsea already, you know. Um, and then Newcastle looks like a threat all of a sudden for Champions League position. So, you know, we're in a position where if we can just keep some level of consistency, we can get into Champions League. And then once we get into Champions League, it gives us a little bit more time and presumably gives the Glazers a little bit more of a reason to spend money on bringing in players. But we, we need players, man. We need, we need strikers because this is our last season with Ronaldo, God willing. We need strikers. <laughs> Man is bringing God's name. <laughs> You know, we need we need a goalkeeper and then we need midfield. But midfield, honestly, I think even if, again, as much as De Gea is um, a problem, I think midfield, we need, like, somebody that can like control two, the game. I feel like we need, like, two or, like, two, at least minimum two, like, proper midfielders. Yeah. We need some technical, energetic midfielders, um, that can that carry can the come ball. In. Yes. And and just we, we have an idea of the profile of player that we need. Essentially is what I mean. So whether we are selling players, which is always difficult for us somehow, or we are trying to buy new players, um, you know, something needs to something needs to give. And and I'm hopeful that um if we can make it to Champions League, if we can just hold the four together, then you know, we'll be able to do that. Do you guys think there's any change for Ronaldo in his form between either now or like after the World Cup? I, me personally, I don't even want there to be a change in his form. Like, just leave in January. <laughs> he's not living in January, though. Francis yeah, he's not living. Yeah, I guess, so I guess, okay. Do I think there's because, a change? No, I don't think yeah. there's a change because 
to me, it's not even form. I think Ronaldo is just his brain is not really working with his body right now. His mind is still thinking he can do what he wants he wants to do, but his body is not is not given. So, but I, I it's surprising to me only because we're not asking him to score goals that require him to be like running one-on-one to go get to the keeper and, you know, finish. Or we're not asking him to score these goals that are that rely on athletic ability primarily. We're yeah. asking him to finish. Well, it's still, it's still a little bit of both. Like, look at the, head, head, look, look at the head that he had against um, Villa. Like, that requires some form of athleticism. Don't, you don't think so? No. no but that, that just requires just, placement. That's like finishing. Yeah. Yeah, that's just yeah, but he has to for him to. I, I know. I, I guess there yeah. was no to me. There was no strength in that. It's area. like it's like it's like. Let me let me use the the analogy of like, imagine you are like the difference between LeBron and Steph Curry, right? Yeah. And LeBron is LeBron might not be even a good example. There are some people that rely very heavily on their physical ability. So LeBron goes to the rim quite a bit. Once you lose a step in speed, it's much harder for you to get to. To that ring. Westbrook. But with Steph Curry, for example, you are coming off screens and you, you are relying on your ability to be able to get an open look to be able to hit the shot. Now, yeah. there's some of that that is athletic ability because you have to be able to get out of the screen quickly, get the ball, shoot it. But ultimately, the ability to make the shot is not it's going mechanics. to leave his hand. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And that's, that's the problem I'm having with Ronaldo is once he gets into the position where, okay, all you have to do now is finish, he can't even finish, right? It would be one thing if he wasn't getting in those positions at all, but he's getting into, at least in every game, there's a chance or two chances. And the, the thing that separated Ronaldo from everybody else was that you expected that when he gets that chance, he's going to score. He can fuck around the whole game, but when he gets that chance, he's going to score. Now, he just, it just, you know, the other parts of his game are trash. Then the, the the ability to finish is not there. It's like, it's it's like, what 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 do you offer this team? But there's no even backup. There's actually no backup in terms of, okay, this is the person that can come in for you. So unless we are buying somebody in January, which I don't see this team doing, then I don't think we can sell him because we don't, we just don't have anybody else. But if we can if they make money available for us to be able to buy somebody, oh, oh, I would love, I would love for us to just, you know, let this guy just, just release him from his contract. Like, yeah, whenever you see Ronaldo, like, clear, just know the old man, the guy is offside. Just know he's offside. <laughs> like, there's, the guy is not beating any. And the thing is, Ronaldo is very, or oh, he has always been reliant on his pace and his athleticism. He doesn't have that as good as before anymore. So, Whenever he gets a ball, I don't know if it's just the power that he uses or is he, like when he shoots, he's just shooting for shooting sake. He's not even aiming. Like, I don't know, man. The decline has been very quick, you know, and it's, I mean, credit to him for lasting this long. But man, it's, it's, it hurts to see, man. Like, this guy is, he's, he's washed, finished, finished. Yeah. Anyways, um, let's let's go to the game. Um, I don't see. I don't think we have the opportunity to actually even make any major changes because it's just three, uh, four days from the last game. Um, maybe, maybe some of the players that have been ill will will come and play. But 
Dagia and Go, um, Dallo, Lindelof, Martinez, Shaw, um, hmm, Casemiro. I say, let's give Fred a chance. Casemiro, Fred. I don't know if Bruno is Bruno injured. You know he's back now. Okay. No, he was just suspended. Okay, so Casemiro, Fred, Bruno. It's going to the point where I'm actually mentioning Ganacho as a starter. Ganacho, um, actually, no, not Ganacho. I'll go Rashford because Rashford is usually on the other side. So Rashford, Ronaldo, and Elanga. That's my starting lineup. Francis. Um. Yeah, the guy in goal. I'm so tempted to see this guy get a run, Wan Bissaka. The Bravka. No, Wan Bissaka because just to Why did we get the Bravka for God's sake? Who was our backup? Who was our backup before the Bravka? Tom Hitton or something. Oh, and 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 Henderson. That answers your question. How does Uh, does it? It does because what if what if uh, Dagia gets injured? You want Tom Hayton to be there? I mean, if yeah, but Dubravka, like if you're getting Dubravka, he hasn't played a single second. Yeah, yeah, yeah because Dagia is number one now. Where's, where's he yeah, but bro, like your backup is not going to play a single second. There's not a single game that you can. Then your backup yeah, you is not good well, enough. Yeah, you might as well have not gotten him. Like yeah, you said, like you said, we're going to have a month where we're playing every other game, so. We already there. We are just have, yeah. We just we are in a month where we played every other every, like two games a week. Yeah, no, I actually was, thought Dubravka I, I can, would have played at least an Europa I game. We're arguing about Dubravka over there. No, it's not an argument. It's actually just why did you really go buy this guy? If you, I've never seen him play, even if it's like ten minutes, you know what I mean. So what was the rush for? You love signed a right back. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> but anyways. I, I, my back to my lineup. I think maybe just for this guy to gain match rhythm and blend with the team, I'm tempted to say Wan Bissaka would play. But knowing that Dalo, Dalo will not play again till end of World yeah, Cup. Yeah, till December 26. I think yeah, Dalo might just play this last game and call it a day. Um, so I put Dalo. Um, Maguire, Martinez, Malasia. Oh yeah, I almost forgot about Malasia. Uh, um, midfield: Casemiro, Fred, Bruno Fernandez. Up top. Oh my god! <laughs> I wonder if Anthony's back. There's no signs um, of yet, but Ronaldo, Rashford, and Anthony Marshall. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure to be honest. <laughs> Yo, United is a case, man. Um, Larry. <laughs> R- Ronaldo, Rashford, Elanga. <laughs> Larry, your lineup, please. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to give Dubravka another fucking chance. <laughs> After the performance of that idiot, I shouldn't call him an idiot. <laughs> After the performance of the other guy, 
over the weekend. I can't. I don't think we didn't even talk about the free kick. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what that, he was that one. Doing. I hundred percent agree with you on the free kick. Like I do. I don't know what he was trying to do. I feel like the first goal to me is even more offensive than the free kick. But the free yeah. because at least free kicks, he's done that rubbish before. He's he's susceptible. Soon as I saw Luca Dinia like walking towards the free kick, I just thought to myself. <laughs> This feels like the kind of goal that this guy is going to concede, a hundred percent. Like his positioning was just bad in that. Like, and for the someone who has actually been playing for but how many years? Actually, there was something I watched, um, and I watched it because of Ten Hag's comments. Ten Hag said the um, the wall for the free kick was mm-hmm. three yards away from where it was supposed to be. And who's supposed to control the wall? Mm-hmm. Apparently, it was the ref that made it 13 yards instead of 10. So I watched oh. the video and someone was analyzing it and said, the ref pulled us three yards back than it we should have been. And Casimero and Cristiano Ronaldo were telling the ref that no, we're supposed to be here. No, we're supposed to be more forward. But the ref said no, that he's putting it where it is. Then you now notice in the line for the free kick, Aston Villa players were actually three yards in front. And then we were three yards at the back. So, to Ten Hag's point, it blocked the gear's view on where the ball was. Okay, that actually makes that, more, so, more, and, more and, logical and, sense. And, and Ten Hag also made the comment saying, "Like I know to you guys, this doesn't matter, but in high-level football, these are, they are these are minor details that you know you take into consideration because you can see in the video, Casemiro and Ronaldo were pointing that no, we're supposed to be more forward." And the ref had already drawn the line. Then another thing again was the place where Luke Shaw fell. You could see the mark on the grass on where it fell. The ref actually pushed the ball again three yards further. So we were like even six. Like I don't even know how to explain it. But it was closer to the goal than where the free kick happened. But, but is it about where look where look fell or where the foul was 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 taken? Like if you, I don't remember how he considered the foul anymore. So yeah, look slid and tackled. No, yeah, him. it was a missed tackle from Look Shaw. Like yeah, so, so Martinez it, had a miscue. The... the ball went towards that side of the ball, and then Look Shaw tried to slide tackle, but like they didn't like got the man, and that's how yeah. they got the free kick. Yeah, and so, typically it's usually ten yards from where the spot of the free kick, right? Ten, exactly, ten yards from where the the foul happened. Yeah. But so now consider the ball was moved well, Francis forward, is like, yeah, and then moved. it was now done thirteen yards away again. So he was blocking where we we're standing was blocking the gear, but the gear could not tell. Like he didn't know that we we're that because far it, it away. dove like someone who saw the ball late, which is why he, I was like. He, I, I, it was weird because I thought he could have punched it regardless though. But I think it's when he saw the, the ball, ball above our players that he, he now dove. Yeah. Feet talking more. They are not moving your feet. Anyway, you know what? That's a different question. That's a different story for a different day. Um, so for me, I'm going to go with the Brofka. Whether or not it starts, that's a different a, a different story. Go with uh, it. <laughs> In in um in defense, I'm going to go with Maguire and Martinez. Um Dalo ah, Dalo Wambasaka Lambo hmm. I'm going to go with Dalo. Ah, Dalo looks Dalo doesn't look tired, but damn, he's tried, man. 
Is it a starter okay. for, for Portugal? I think so, because I feel like he started in one of their no, I think competitions a, that I saw. I think Cancelo is a starter. Cance- which Cancelo? From City. Oh, do they play the same position? Yeah, yeah they play right back. They, they have another guy that plays. Yeah. Cancelo plays both They sides. have, a, I think, Mendes or something that plays left back. But oh, they, okay. they, yeah, they, they usually alternate. Okay. So, anyway, Dalo in uh, right back. Malasia in left back, Maguire and Martinez in center. In midfield, I'm going to go Bruno Fernandez, Fred, and Scott McTominay. In attack, I'm going Marshall, Rashford, and um, Sancho. Oh, fuck. I forgot Sancho, eh? I thought they said he was ill. Isn't that why? That's why I didn't mention his name too. Yeah. Okay. Bring back Sancho. Bring back Sancho. Take a longer <laughs> focus. <laughs> Anyways, um, scoreline prediction. Hmm. It's very Man, hard to predict for United. This, this, United this, this United, United Emery guy. I don't know. Good man. evening, everyone. Um, I would say, we, yeah, we need to show results in this game. So, two one to United, Francis. Yeah, I think I have two one in my head too. Okay. Let's uh, El Maestro. But I, feel, I have a feeling it'll go into extra time. El Maestro, you want to make it nah, a tri- never factor, that. Tri- tri- trifactor of two of two ones? No, nah, I'm going to make it three one on my end. <laughs> the Maestro method is undefeated. I do never you better. Um we might do we want to touch on Fulham or just you know give it a few? Give it a few days. Yeah, give it a few days. Let's see how. Yeah, let's see how the next performance goes. Because (laughs) honestly, this break comes at a very good time. Because I can't lie, I after like after Aston Villa, I started giving some serious consideration to taking a break from, you know, watching this. It's tough to watch a performance like this Sociedad performance, even though we won, and then to follow that up right after with Aston Villa. I think we we need a break, and I'm actually looking forward. Um, you know, they they released the squad. For a couple of um, countries like Brazil released their their team for the World Cup. Fred made it, Casemiro made it, Anthony is also there actually, which I I was a little surprised. Um, and I was hoping that I'm hoping. Let me not say I was because no past tense, but I'm hoping that there are a few of our starters that stay back so that they can get a little bit more time with um, with ETH, the likes of Marshall. Rashford, Sancho. You think Rashford I'm hoping... is back? Yeah, I, I don't think uh, Southgate is going to pick him. But stranger mm-hmm. things have happened. I think there's a chance. Like, I think it's 50-50. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't picked him in a little bit of time. He's playing better. I don't know if they've had as many injuries in forward positions as they've had in... In defense. Like, okay. in defense, right? So, I think... Um, I think that's where it might... It might I'm, I'm hoping Rashford doesn't make the squad. Just because I, I want some of those guys to, to to train through that period, some of our more important players will be away. But will Chris you know, will Christian some... Eriksen go? Is Denmark in the yeah? I'm not, sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Anyways, well, yeah. I think we'll have time. We'll have time to discuss all this. In like, it's it's a month. It's, how long is the World Cup? Is it a month long? At uh, least I imagine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So we'll have enough time. 
Shout like the break is at least a, a month, a month, even if the World Cup isn't, because the break starts at the end of this week. Yeah, and it goes to like the twenty something. Yeah, and then it it's it, then the World Cup itself. I don't think starts until, um, yeah, the very end of November, maybe beginning of December, something like that. Yeah, it's it starts uh, November twentieth. But I think ETH uh, mentioned that the guys not going for World Cup would still be at quarantine for like the first two weeks. Yeah, and then, and then they travel. take a break. Yeah, okay. no, 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 they take a break. They like take like a two-week break or vacation or some shit, then come back and now start trading in like other countries or Dubai or something. Yeah, because I know that we have some friendlies lined up for December. Yeah. All right, we'll see how it goes. Um, but um, thank you for listening. Please give us a follow on socials at What Will Freggy Do on Twitter and Instagram. Also, rate and review us. Five stars only. Anything less than five stars. Keep it to yourself. You all know the vibe. Thank you.